It's time for Ms. The Wiz Montalban Fantasy Football Podcast, the best place to go to get all your fantasy football news, analysis, and advice to dominate your league. Hi, you're listening to Ms. Montalban. I'm here today to bring you the latest signings, injuries, and breaking news. Thank you for joining me. Let's get started. Sliding into the breaking news, and this is going to be one of our shorter breaking news segments. I usually have kind of a long, drawn-out thing where I talk about injuries or all you know, trades and transactions, and there, there really wasn't a lot around the NFL. It, it's, it was kind of quiet, and to be honest, this is our Halloween horror show, so I, uh, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it today. Uh, I will say that... Uh, the, the two big things that happened was the Texans traded Mark Ingram the second to the Saints, so it's uh, Mark Ingram is going back to his home. He left the Saints and had a couple years in, with the Ravens. Obviously, had that uh, you know that playing for the Texans was kind of a weird experience where the Texans were just horrible and they weren't able to establish the run very much. So now Mark Ingram kind of fills that role that uh, Tony Jones got injured, wasn't able to fulfill, and Latavius Murray left via free agency. So, uh, yeah, now uh, Mark Ingram's back and can be that uh, complimentary piece to Alvin Kamara again. So I definitely think his fantasy football value increased a ton. So uh, I think he's actually worth picking up and having on your on your team now. Wide receiver Willie Sneed was released by the Raiders. And he wasn't really being used, and I think that's probably part of it. I'm sure Snead asked for his release because he's like, you know, you're, you're not using me. I'm not getting any action. And the the Raiders don't really they consistently use their receivers. Ruggs is having an okay season. I mean, Edwards is average right now. Hunter Renfro is uh, he's in the slot being, you know, he's okay. I mean, Snead is the uh, kind of a slot guy as well, and obviously Hunter Renfro. Uh, with the way Renfro runs routes right now, you're not going to uh, be benching him for Snead. So uh, Snead might probably pick up a home because there's a lot of teams looking for wide receiver. But, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a loss by the Raiders. It definitely uh, takes a hit on their depth. So there you go. That's the breaking news. Uh, I told you it was going to be a quick one. Let's get to these previews. NFL Preview Alert. Starting off our Week 8 Halloween Horror Show is the Cincinnati Bengals at the New York Jets. And this one's going to be a slaughter. Just a huge slaughter. Bengals are favored by 10.5. I'm taking the Bengals all day long. Especially with the Jets having their backup quarterback... Uh, Mike White playing, and I don't even know that that makes a difference. I mean, if Zach Wilson was playing, I, I Mike White might be better than Zach Wilson. Uh, we're going to find out. But uh, the over-under is 43.2. I'm taking the under. I just don't think the Jets are going to score anything in this one. So I'm not starting a lot of people in this game. Uh, I'm starting Joe Mixon because the Jets can't stop the running back, and Joe Mixon's very good. I think Joe Mixon would get a lot more uh, national attention if he didn't play for the Bengals. But, uh, again, Bengals are one of the best teams in the AFC. And, uh, I mean, outside of the Bills, I, I, I would probably say they are the best team. 
Uh, Jamar Chase, not a good matchup for him, but you're playing Jamar Chase. I mean, he is just on a tear like no other. So you know he's going to get the points for you. And then C.J. Azuma, I mean, he's just he, two out of the last four games he's had two touchdown catches. This is a really good matchup for him, so you need to play him as well. But uh, outside of that, I'm, I'm playing. I'm sitting all the Jets. I mean, it's a given. I don't know how they're going to do with Mike White. So, I mean, Corey Davis is maybe the best option, but, I mean, Mike White's trying to get him the ball, so how's that going to work out for him? Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Uh, and I really am sitting Joe Burrow. It's not a great matchup because I feel like teams get out early on the Jets and they just have to milk the clock from uh, that point on. So they don't give up a lot of points to the quarterback because they're not in a lot of games where they, you know, the teams need to be throwing the ball. So that's why I'm really worried about these other assets outside of Jamar Chase in this one. It'll be an interesting game, but uh, again, you'll, you're going to see a slaughter on Halloween, and it's probably going to be uh, this game right here. Tennessee Titans at the Indianapolis Colts, and this game is going to be a scream. Titans are favored by a point and a half, and I'm going with the Titans. I mean, the way they're playing, I'm, I'm taking the Titans. They're, uh, the over-under is 49.5, and that's pretty high, but I'm taking the over in this one. I d really don't like either defenses. Um, Ryan Tannehill has a great matchup. Derrick Henry doesn't have a great matchup, but it's Derrick Henry, so you can start him against anybody. And then A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, Michael Pruitt, all great plays here. And uh, for the Indianapolis Colts, Carson Wentz, Michael Pittman Jr., uh, Zach Pascal, T.Y. Hilton, if he plays, uh, I think he will. So, I mean, really everybody. You're, you're playing everyone in this game. Uh, Jonathan Taylor doesn't have a good matchup either, but the way Jonathan Taylor's been playing, you're going to be playing him regardless anyways. So, I mean, I do have one person you need to sit in this one, and that's Mo Cox, the tight end. Tennessee defends the tight end. They can't defend anything else. And that's probably why. It's because they can use all their other weapons. So it's like by the time... It's time to give the tight end a bone. They just uh, they can't do it. They're already you know uh, they've already been able to use all their other weapons. So I really think this is going to be a good game. It's going to be close. It's going to be high scoring. It's going to be a lot of fun. So this is probably the game I'm looking the most forward to in this morning slate because again they they picked a lot of great games for Halloween because it's going to be a massacre in most of the other ones. The Los Angeles Rams at the Houston Texans. There's a lot of games that you can put on paper where you're like, oh, this is going to be bad for the other team. It's not going to work out. I mean, the Rams just did it last week with the Lions. The Lions hung in there for a little bit. Unfortunately, this isn't the game. Rams are favored by 14.5 points, and I think they cover that. I think they win by more than two touchdowns. Houston Texans can't do anything on offense, and it's a shame especially for their defense. So basically it's the same as the first preview with the Bengals and the Jets. You're sitting everybody for the Houston Texans. I'm not starting anybody. I, I, I just, there's no one here that I like. And, uh, I mean, Brandon Cooks, Bench even, because I just don't have faith in Davis Mills to get, him, get anyone the ball consistently. 
So sit all your Houston Texans. On the Rams, I like almost everybody, uh, except for Van, uh, Van Jefferson and Deshaun Jackson and Bobby Trees, because, again, this is a game where the Rams are going to probably get out to a huge lead, and uh, they're not going to have to do a lot of passing. So I, I like Daryl Henderson. I like Tyler Higby a lot. Matthew Stafford I would like a lot more because Texans do give up a lot of yards to the quarterback. But, again, it's that factor where I think they're going to have such a big lead that they're not going to want to rub it in. So Cooper Cup I like because of the streak he's on. But uh, it's kind of a scary play where you're like, the matchup's too good to be true. And, uh, you know, you wonder if the the Rams are going to be able, you know, they might have their backups in by the second half. (laughs) And, uh, you know, you don't like to think that in the NFL that it would be the case, but it it very well could be in this one. So we will uh, find out. But, uh, again, another blowout. The Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cleveland Browns. I thought this was going to be a really good game going into the week. But uh, the fact... No, it, it really doesn't matter. Case Keenum playing it actually might be a scarier proposition than Baker Mayfield playing. So, uh, I'm taking the Steelers, though. The Browns are favored by three and a half points. Uh, this game's a field goal game either way. So, I, I feel like even if the Browns win, Steelers will cover. Um, 42.5, I'm taking the over. That's really low for, for me. I, uh, I really think the Steelers offense is going to come alive a little bit in this one. Now, Najee Harris doesn't have a good matchup, but you're playing him regardless. I mean, he's gotten you a lot of points every single week. You're not going to sit him now. Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, James Washington even. I think you could play James Washington and have a, a decent uh, week against the Browns. I really I really like Chase Claypool in this one. I don't know why. It's just one of those things where they're coming off the bye week. I feel like they've maybe had some time to get the, the rapport down with Ben. And uh, we'll see how that goes. But Roethlisberger, he's primed for a good game. Browns give up a ton of points against uh, Roethlisberger. So, uh, actually, Roethlisberger, before I think what just a couple of weeks ago, was the highest or the most winningest quarterback in Cleveland Stadium. Which you know, since he doesn't play for Cleveland, that's a it's kind of a funny statistic. But. Uh, Browns, Dearness Johnson, Juice Landry, Odell Beckham. I'd give them a shot. They have a chance to do something here in this matchup. But uh, David Njoku, Case Keenum, I'm, I'm sitting those guys. And then tight ends for the Steelers, Pat Fearmouth and Eric Ebron. Cleveland does a pretty good job of defending the tight end position. So uh, There's just not enough people sitting for me to think it's going to be as low scoring as what Vegas thinks. So I'm taking the over. And, of course, again, Reiterating, I'm taking the Steelers because I, I like that 3.5 points. The Philadelphia Eagles at the Detroit Lions. And this will be a little fun game, I think. Uh, I think, you know, entertainment-wise, it'll be fun. Obviously, it's two teams that are pretty bad right now. But uh, put them together, and it's, it's going to be a good game. Eagles are favored by 3.5 points. Detroit's at home. Detroit's been playing better. I'm actually going to take the Lions in this one. I hate to, to do it, actually, but I actually i am going to. I, I think the Lions win. Uh, and if they don't win, I think it's going to be a close game. So I might be kicking myself afterwards, but I'm going with them. And, you know, last week I was 11-2 and two and uh, doing pretty well picking the, uh, the spreads. So I'm... 
I'm going with it. 48 is the over-under. I'm taking the over. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. You're starting almost, well, you're starting a lot of people. You're starting Jalen Hurts. He has a, a great game here, a great matchup, so I think he's one of the top quarterbacks to play. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell and Boston Scott, I think you can play both of those running backs. I, I like Kenneth Gainwell a a little bit more. I think he's going to have a big game here, kind of having like his breakout game. Devonta Smith, Jalen Rager, Quez Watkins, start them all. The issue is their passing game for the Eagles is so bad, and the consistency-wise for those receivers, I mean, they could have a great matchup and, and still not, you know, get the, uh, they can get the targets, but maybe not the receptions that you want, because uh, Jalen Hurts is, is not a great passing quarterback. For, uh, but on that note, I'm sitting Dallas Goddard. I know that's uh, that's Jalen Hurts' big go-to guy, and they have the best rapport together. But uh, Lions do a good job of defending the tight end. For the Detroit Lions, I am starting T.J. Hawkinson if he plays. He's kind of injured. And I'm a little bit worried even if he does play because of that injury. But this matchup's just too good to be true. So you need to be playing him against the Eagles. DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams, both of those running backs. Play them. Obviously, if one of them doesn't play, I like it even more because the other one's going to get the bulk of the carries. I don't like their passing game in this one, though. Jared Goff, Amon Ra, St. Brown, Khalif Raymond. I would probably sit those guys out. And I'm sure most of those guys aren't even on your roster. But if they are, sit them out. So, again, this is going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, take the over. Uh, take the Lions. I, I think they cover. So, will be fun. This was actually the second. Uh, well, yeah, this is going to be the second most fun game of this uh, week one slate, which is uh, saying something, I think, about this week one slate <laughs> or week eight slate of the early uh, uh, Sunday morning uh, matchups. The San Francisco 49ers at the Chicago Bears. 49ers are favored by three and a half, and I'm going with it. I mean, as bad as the Bears are playing, how much they turn over the ball, I'm definitely going with that. 39.5 is the over-under. I'm taking the under on this. I just don't think there's going to be a lot of scoring. I don't think the Bears are going to do any scoring. So take the under, even even though it's ridicu- ridiculously low. Uh, starting Elijah Mitchell for sure. I think he has a huge game here. Um, Debo Samuel. He has a great matchup as well, so you're playing him. But I'm sitting really everyone else. Jimmy Garoppolo, Brandon Ayuk, even though he has a great matchup, he's in Mike Shanahan's, or Mike, he's in Kyle Shanahan's uh, doghouse, and he's not coming out of it. So it doesn't matter who he's playing, no matter how good the matchup, I I don't trust him. Ross Dwelly, you can have him benched. He had a good matchup last week and really disappointed. And, uh... For the Bears, I mean, I'd start Khalil Herbert because he had two tough matchups and he's kind of shown out. He's had two great games in a row. And with the 49ers, their run defense has been a little leaky. So I am playing him. But other than that, I mean, Fields, Robinson, Cole Komet, Darnell Mooney, I'm, I'm benching all those guys. And Robinson and Mooney have great matchups here, but I just don't trust Fields right now. And I... Again, I really like Fields. I think he can turn out to be a great quarterback, but he's not doing that this year. So it's the Niners all the way on this one, and this is going to be another one where uh, the 49ers are just going to carve up the Bears in this one.
Carolina Panthers at the Atlanta Falcons. And this is one I really don't know what to think about it. Panthers started off first three games of the year, looked great. Last three games looked like one of the worst teams in football. Falcons started off shaky, starting to come on strong a little bit. Falcons are favored by three points, but I can't do it. I got to take the Panthers in this one. Give me the points. I, I can't explain it. Anyways, the over-under is 46. I'm taking the under. I don't think it's a high-scoring game. And that's kind of the theme this week with the, the, the Halloween special is uh, uh, I'm burying all the uh, over-unders. I'm going below the uh, over-under just because uh, these matchups are all, again, I, I think they're all going to be blowouts. Except for this one. This one will be close. You start uh, Sam Darnold, start Chubba Hubbard, start DJ Moore, Tommy Tremble. That's really about it. I, I don't like Robbie Anderson, even though he has a good matchup. He's just he's getting targets, but he's not really producing. So it's just a weird situation with Anderson. Um, going into fantasy football at the beginning of the year, you wouldn't have even thought that Robbie Anderson would have an issue with uh, scoring points with the opportunities that he's getting. But for some reason, he is. So... Terrence Marshall Jr., of course, don't have to talk about that. And you're really sitting most of the Falcons, too. Cordero Patterson doesn't have a good matchup. Russell Gage doesn't. Um, Hayden Hurst doesn't. Matt Ryan. I like Calvin Ridley, maybe, just because of the targets he'll get, but he doesn't have a good matchup. And then Kyle Pitts, of course. I, I like him, but uh, just because I think he'll be the focal point of this offense in this one. So... Yeah, this is why I like the Panthers. I just feel like they have more weapons in this one, and they do, uh, I don't know. It's going to depend on Sam Darnold. Will he be benched again? Uh, even if P.J. Walker comes in, I think Walker can uh, be efficient enough to uh, to win this one. So I don't know. Yeah, it's just a weird feeling I have that the Panthers are going to play better than the Falcons. The Miami Dolphins at the Buffalo Bills, and this is another one that's just going to be a massacre. Dolphins actually played the Bills pretty well earlier this season, and, uh, and that was in Miami, though. This is in Buffalo. Bills Mafia is going to be present. Bills are favored by 13 and a half. I kind of did this last time and chose the Bills to cover, and they didn't, but this one, I'm, I'm giving them a second chance. They're, they're going to rise up from the dead and uh, redeem themselves on this one and, and actually do what they should have done the first time they played Miami. The over-under is 48.5. I'm taking the under on this one. I do think this is a divisional game where they kind of know each other. So uh, most of the scoring will be done on the Bill side of the ball. I don't see Miami scoring a lot of points in this one. Um, but then saying that Miami will jump out to like a 21 to nothing lead or something. <laughs> I'm joking. I don't think that's going to happen. But uh, Josh Allen, Zach Moss, Stephon Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders, Cole Beasley, Dawson Knox. I mean, Dawson Knox will probably be out of this game. So you're probably not really thinking about the Bills' tight ends. But everyone else you're starting. I think Devin Singletary is the only guy that I'm benching just because I don't feel like he gets enough volume. And uh, he's used more as a passer. I mean, Josh Allen's really the starting running back for Buffalo. Let's not fool ourselves. So, uh, having said that, all the Dolphins, they're on the bench. All of them. Tua, Miles, 
Salvin Ahmed, Devontae, T- uh, Devontae Parker, Jalen Waddle, Mike Kosicki. I don't like any of them in this matchup. And with the Bills, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I, I just, they're at home. They're, their defense is amazing. I'm, I'm taking them. They're going to do this. So. Uh, but that pretty much ends the Sunday morning games. And so as you can see, there's a, yeah, there's, there's going to be a lot of one-sided affairs in this one. Uh, so we'll talk about the Sunday afternoon games next, but uh, not a lot of, uh, yeah, not a lot of games I'm looking forward to Sunday morning. New England Patriots at the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm taking the Patriots. Chargers are favored by five and a half at home. I get that New New England's going all the way to the West Coast, but something about their defense in this one I like. The over-under is 48.5. I'm taking the under, and I'm on the Patriots. Damian Harris, you know, I think he's a top play this week. Really good matchup against the Chargers. He's been playing amazing these last couple weeks. Need to get him in there. Hunter Henry, he's another one. Him and Janu Smith, I think you can play both tight ends and get some production. The wide receivers are bad plays here, so you need to, they're going to have to throw it somewhere. So Mac Jones is going to be looking for Hunter Henry and Janu Smith. And uh, Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers, they can all be on the bench, especially Bourne because he's kind of dealing with an injury. Uh, and yeah, you can sit Mac Jones. Going to tight ends is not going to get you a, a top week's worth of production. So, Chargers. Uh, I mean, I'm su- I'm sitting Justin Herbert. I mean, you're not sitting him, but he's going to have a bad game this this week. So, uh, Austin Eckler. You're not benching him by any means, but he's actually hurt. So you got to see if he plays. If he plays with the injury and just the matchup, I don't like him this week. So I'd actually probably stay away from him. And I know it's tough to do because Eckler's supposed to be the you know top running back for you, but uh, I I like to go for something that's going to be a sure thing. Jared Cook, he's gone. He can be on the bench. I don't like his like him in this one. And then Michael Williams, Keenan Allen, I do like them. I think they can have decent uh, matchups here and, and play pretty decent against the Patriots. Uh, Patriots give up some points to the wide receivers. So, I mean, Mike Williams is on a tear this year. And uh, Keenan Allen's just solid. So we will uh, see how this shakes out, but... Uh, I think it's going to be a little lower scoring than what uh, Vegas is predicting right now. Jacksonville Jaguars at the Seattle Seahawks. And, you know, these Sunday afternoon games are pretty pretty decent. They're, they're a lot better than the morning games. I, I, like, I like this matchup just because I think the Jaguars can be competitive with Geno Smith being the quarterback for the Seahawks. Seahawks are favored by three and a half, and I'm taking them. I mean, I'm actually, I thought about it. I thought about going with the Jaguars for a second week in a row, but I'm going with the Seahawks at home. Uh, that's a long that's a long drive for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So <laughs> 43.5, I'm taking the under. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. This is probably the worst game on this whole slate that I'm not interested in seeing, which uh, means that will be probably the one that's on the local television. But uh, starting James Robinson... He's a, he's a good play here. He's actually going to be one of the top plays. Seattle doesn't defend the running back position very well. Well, they have done it better the last couple of weeks, but uh, 
Jacksonville Jaguars don't have much, so they'll be using Robinson. Marvin Jones Sr., not a good matchup, but they got to throw it somewhere, so why not him? He's their best uh, wide receiver. But uh, LaVisca Chanel, Dan Arnold, Trevor Lawrence, they're all on my bench. I, I think uh, this isn't a good matchup for them, and the Seahawks will kind of contain them a little bit. For the Seattle Seahawks, I'm not benching anybody, even Geno Smith. If you have Geno Smith, he might be a sneaky play here. Play everybody. Collins and uh, Rashad Penny is coming back, so he might be worth a play too. Uh, I just am nervous about playing guys coming off of injury, so I'm really in on Alex Collins. Lockett, Metcalf, Swain, uh, definitely at receiver. And then Gerald Everett has a really good matchup against the Jaguars, so hopefully the Seahawks will uh, use Jared, uh, Gerald Everett in this one. But, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm taking the under on the 43.5. I don't think either team will score. So that's, uh, let's see how this plays out. The Denver Broncos are hosting the Washington football team. And I just got to say that, uh, you know, Broncos have been playing so bad. They just got annihilated by the Raiders. Broncos were even at home. But I like the Broncos. I'm gonna. They're favored by three. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take them. I think this is a game they win. I'm not liking the direction the Washington football team is going. They're dealing with a lot of injuries. The over under is 43.3 points. So I'm taking the over. I just think that's insanely low, even for two low scoring teams like these two are. Starting J.D. McKissick and T Terry McLaurin. I'm always starting Terry McLaurin, uh, even though this is a bad matchup. But everyone else, Antonio Gibson, uh, Taylor Heineke, uh, Curtis Samuel, Adam Humphreys, Ricky Seals-Jones is a bad play. Everyone on the Washington football team is pretty much a bad play. For the Broncos, it's the opposite. Pretty much everyone's a really good play here. Washington football team's defense, I don't know what happened to them, but they're not the same. It's almost like they're, uh, you know, since this is Halloween, they're dressing up like a bad defense. They were a good defense, and now this year they're dressing up like a bad defense, and uh, they're doing a good job. Nobody knows that they were a good defense last year. It's Teddy Bridgewater, Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams, Tim Patrick, and Cortland Sutton. Put them all out there. All have good matchups here and could be, have a big game. Noah Fant is the only one I have on the bench that uh, doesn't have a good matchup here. So, of the and he gets so many targets that you know it's. So it's so tight end dependent or touchdown dependent for tight ends that I mean he needs a tight end or a tight end he needs a touchdown and uh, he could have a good day so even he potentially could be a good start it's just it's just crazy the the madness is the Broncos are you you need to start everyone on their team uh, it should be an interesting one I'm actually looking forward to it although I will be watching the next game probably more than this one but uh, again these second uh, Sunday afternoon games I'm liking a lot better than these Sunday morning games this last game is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the New Orleans Saints and it's crazy it's 50.5 so I'm tempted to take the under because I like both of these defenses especially both of these run defenses uh, it's just is screaming at me that it should be the under but I'm taking the over because it's the evening game or afternoon game, I should say. Tom Brady is probably going to be on fire. Uh, even though the Saints defend the quarterback position pretty well, it, it's Tom Brady. So 
Tampa Bay's favored by five. I'm going with them, even at New Orleans. I'm, I'm taking the Buccaneers, giving up the five points and, and taking the over. I really think Tom Brady, uh, Antonio Brown is hurt, so he's not going to play. It's looking really grim that he will play. So Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, I like just a ton in this matchup, like a ton, a ton. Uh, I'm going with uh, with both of them in this one. And I think you can actually, you know, in FanDuel lineups, play both of Evans and Godwin in this one. Um, Jameis Winston, uh, on the other end, with the Saints, I think you can play him, and uh, he'll have a decent game. Alvin Kamara, now, I like him not because of his rushing. They'll stuff him rushing, but, you know, kind of like last week, he'll get a lot of receiving yards and be relevant. Marquez Callaway, Juwan Johnson, you can start both of those receivers. Jameis Winston needs to throw it to somewhere, and Juwan Johnson, you know, moved the tight end and has been that red zone target. So I think this is a good game for that. And then uh, you're sitting everyone else. Dante Harris, Traquan Smith, uh, Adam Troutman, and then for the Bucks, uh, Fournette, O.J. Howard, Rob Gronkowski, they, they can be on your bench, uh, unfortunately. And, you know, Gronkowski probably might not play, and uh, but Howard is, is not a good substitute for, for Gronkowski by any means. So this will be actually the fun game. This is the game I really want to see of the Sunday afternoon games. Uh, I just, uh, you know, there's been some great matchups last year with the Saints and Buccaneers where they both kind of split. So we'll see how this one unfolds, but high scoring is my prediction. The Dallas Cowboys at the Minnesota Vikings. Cowboys are favored by two and a half points, and I'll take that all day long. Give me that. I mean, I think the Cowboys win. They'll win by a field goal or more. I like it. Uh, 54.5 is the over-under. Give me the over all day on this one. I I like it. I, I do. I, I just really like I like everything about this matchup. I think it's going to be a high-scoring shootout. I'm starting everybody. I'm starting everyone but the Cowboys tight ends. So Dalton Schultz, Blake Jarwin, sorry. This isn't your week, but... Everyone else, definitely. I mean, you have Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Tyler Conklin, Dalvin Cook, of course. Dalvin Cook has a bad matchup, but you're not benching him by any means. And then for the Cowboys, uh, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Mari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb. I, I like everybody. Put them out there. They'll get you a lot of points. So there's, there's really not much to talk about. I really think this is a good Sunday night game because it'll be uh, kind of a high-scoring game. Uh, high action affair especially on halloween night where everyone's gonna be trick-or-treating um you know you're gonna be at home passing out candy and uh you know this is a this is the type of game where you're gonna be angry that your doorbell rings for kids trying to get candy because you're not gonna want to walk away from it you know you're gonna go give kids like whole snicker bars or something and then uh, you're gonna miss touchdowns by the vikings or the, the cowboys and and you know curse yourself that they're playing this game on a on a uh, a night that uh you keep getting interrupted but that's the way it goes and uh that's uh, that's football on halloween so uh cowboys so this monday night slate it's kind of an interesting one uh, it's the new york giants at the kansas city chiefs and whoever thought that it would be a good idea to have the New York Giants on Monday Night Football this year 
is kind of an odd choice. But having said that, Chiefs are favored by 10. I'm taking the Chiefs. I know they haven't been playing well, and they've actually looked really, really bad, but I, I think the Chiefs do it. 52.5, I'm taking the under because I don't think the Giants are going to score as much. I really think it's going to be like what, like a maybe a 30 to like 17 type game. Uh, so having said that, I'm starting Daniel Jones. The Chiefs can't defend the quarterback position at all. Devontae Booker has a really good matchup here, so you, you definitely want to have Devontae Booker out here. Chiefs don't defend the running back position very well. Uh, Sterling Shepard I have him out here because someone needs those targets for Daniel Jones, and he's the most healthiest one and the more shorthanded one. So he gets my vote. It's not a good matchup, but uh, I like him. Kenny Galladay, Darius Slayton on my bench. I, injuries and... Uh, you know, inconsistencies. I, I'm not trusting them in this matchup. And Evan Ingram has a, a fantastic matchup, a fantastic matchup, and he's going to blow it. Evan Ingram just, he's going to blow it. So uh, as much as I like this matchup, I'm done having any faith in Evan Ingram. So Patrick Mahomes, Daryl Williams, Travis Kels, really good matchups for the Chiefs. You're going to be playing all of them. Tyreek Hill, you're going to play, of course. Doesn't have a good matchup, but I mean, you know, he had a bad week last week. I don't see him having two bad weeks in a row. And then McCole Hardman, Josh Gordon, uh, all the D Demarcus Robinson, Byron Pringle. You can bench all of them. They're not going to be really that efficient in this one. So uh, Giants do well against the wide receiver position. So, yeah, that's really it. It's uh, kind of going to be a mellow, dramatic end to the week. But, uh Chiefs will get back on the uh, in the win column and maybe uh, start the rebound to work their way up to a playoff spot. Now it's time for the Burke and Miz the Wiz Maltabon Stars of the Week. Let's see who they are. Stars of the Week. We're going to try to pick the top three players at each position based off of their matchups. It's a tough task, but I think we're up for the job this week, especially for our uh, Halloween spectacular that we're up or that we're doing our uh, Halloween uh, horror show. Number 3 star of the week at quarterback, Kirk Cousins, Vikings quarterback versus the Cowboys. I mean, the Cowboys give up a lot of points to the quarterback. They give up a lot of points in general. Their defense is coming around a little bit, but I really feel like this is going to be a big day for Kirk Cousins. He's my number three star of the week. My number two star of the week is Jalen Hurts for the Eagles at the Lions. I think he's going to run and get a ton of yards rushing, uh, actually do some damage in the air for once, and uh, show that he can at least uh, yeah, hit Devontae Smith and Jalen Rager with a little bit of consistency. So I like this matchup, and I like Hurts in this one. Then my number one star of the week Josh Allen, Buffalo Bills versus the Dolphins. I remember saying this about Josh Allen last time he played the Dolphins. So, again, this is uh, part two. You know, Freddie always comes back. Jason Voorhees always comes back. Michael Myers always comes back. Uh, now the, it's the Bills' turn to come back and uh, do, the, do the slaughtering that they uh, were supposed to do the first time around. At running back, number three star of the week, Damian Harris, Patriots running back at the Chargers. I mean, Damian Harris 
is kind of on a roll these last couple weeks. And, you know, he had two touchdowns last week. This is another juicy matchup. And he definitely is showing that he's the main guy there in New England. So I think he continues that and uh, just goes with it. So uh, number two, James Robinson, Jaguars running back at the Seahawks. Seahawks can't defend the run whatsoever. They've gotten a little bit better, I admit, the last couple weeks, but James Robinson's all the Jaguars have. So he's poised for a big game. So I have James Robinson as the number two. And then number one, I have no other than Joe Mixon, Bengals running back at the Jets. I mean, Mixon's a great running back. Jets can't defend the run. Bengals will have a big lead where they'll probably do a lot of running, more than they're used to. So, and... Uh, I think they might be able to use them in the passing game more than uh, than they have been because they should be using them more in the passing game. So Joe Mixon's my number one running back in this week. I just feel like he's due for a really huge game. And he's been solid all year and consistent. So I take that consistency any day. Wide receiver number three is Justin Jefferson for the Vikings. Going up against the Cowboys, I mean, Kirk Cousins needs someone to throw to. It's going to be him and Adam Thielen, but uh, Justin Jefferson's going to get more of the points. So he's my number three. Number two, Stephon Diggs versus the Dolphins. I was leaning kind of Emmanuel Sanders because uh, he's been scoring more, but Stephon Diggs has to break out one of these games where he's the top dog in, in Buffalo, and what better game than this one? So he's my number two. And then number one is Michael Pittman versus the Titans. For the Colts. Titans are the worst team in football at defending the pass. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr. had a, a great game last week, and I think he'll keep it up this week. It is kind of odd, though. It's like every other week, Michael Pittman Jr. has a good game, and uh, this is trending on the week that he's going to have a bad game. So keep that in mind, but the matchup's just too good. So I'm going with it. He's going to be the number one star of the week. So I'm, I'm going all in that he breaks that trend uh, this week. I mean, it's Halloween, so crazy crazy things happen on Halloween. T- tight end, uh, Tyler Higbee for the Rams at the Texans. Yeah, Tyler Higbee hasn't really done much either. Like, one good game, uh, but this Texans defense is really bad against the tight end, and I think the Rams go out to a big lead. They're not going to, you know, they're not going to have to throw it to Cooper, Cup, or uh, Bobby Trees that often in this one. So I think they'll uh, let uh, Tyler Higby have his little piece of the action this week. Number two is T.J. Hawkinson, Detroit Lions versus the Eagles. I like T.J. Hawkinson a lot if he plays. I'm, of course, worried about that injury, but uh, this is just a prime matchup for Hawkinson. And, you know, his injury's been holding him back, so maybe this is where he uh, gets those uh, goes back to his early season uh, roots and starts to dominate again then number one i have to do it cj azuma cincinnati Bengals at the jets he's just been on a tear he has like five touchdowns in four weeks or something just ridiculous and uh he's you know has two out of the last four weeks where he has two touchdowns i jets are so bad at defending the tight end why does this not continue i I think it will and cj azuma is going to be the best play of the week this week so he's definitely the number one star at tight end Joe Burrow has, you know, he's turned CJ Azuma into a big time weapon at tight end. So let's accept the fact that he does that he is the big time weapon for the Bengals, and uh, yeah, he's gonna have a big game against the Jets. So 
Stars of the week. There you go. This is the part of the show where all you have to do is sit back, listen to our lineup, put it into your FanDuel or DraftKings lineup, and win money. So it's as simple as that. We're on a great roll here. I think, what, one or two weeks, I think we are out of the money, and the rest of them, we have been in the money. So if you're counting at home, that's like, you know, you've won double your money, uh, man, four times over right now. So let's get to the lineup and uh, see what we came up with this week. The uh, quarterback is the first slot, and I kind of spent a lot on this one. I think there's going to be a lot of blowouts, so... There, there was a lot of good options, but when it came down to it, I'm, I'm sold on the sequel with the uh, Josh Allen against Miami. He disappointed me last time. I played him in FanDuel, and he disappointed me, so I'm doubling down on him, and I think he's going to pull through for me on this one. It's at Buffalo, so uh, $8,800 is expensive, but uh, I'm taking him here. Running back, number, uh, number one running back slot, I have Damian Harris against the Chargers. He's been on a tear especially the last couple weeks he's playing a team that gives up a lot of points to the running back $6,900 I mean at that price I think is a steal so uh, I'm definitely slotting Damian Harris in there Joe Mixon is my next running back he's at $7,600 so obviously more expensive but I mean he's the best play here Jets are just horrible at defending the running back position so I expect to see a lot of Joe Mixon wide receiver number one I need to get Josh Allen's partner. I want a Stephon Diggs, but he was, you know, right around there. But Emmanuel Sanders is actually outscoring Stephon Diggs on a regular basis. He's the big play guy, so he doesn't always get as many targets, but he makes the most of them. So Emmanuel Sanders at $6,700 with the really bad Miami Dolphins secondary. I'm taking that all day. Uh, Mike Evans is my number two receiver. The way he's been playing has just been insane. He had two touch, what, three touchdowns last week. Um, so, on on top of that, he, you know, Antonio Brown's looking like he's not going to play. So Antonio Brown's not going to play. More targets for Mike Evans. Yeah, please, seventy five hundred dollars. It's more than worth it to me to to have him there. My third receiver, it's uh, Michael Pittman Jr. He's $6,600. I think that's a bargain. He had a great week last week, and now he has a, like the best matchup in football against uh, you know the Tennessee Titans. They, they can't defend any wide receiver. And uh, Michael Pittman's the, the guy for the Colts, so I expect that to continue, especially for $6,600. My tight end, uh, this one is uh, Hunter Henry for the Patriots. Now, Hunter Henry is going up against the Chargers. They give up a lot of points to the tight end position. And Hunter Henry has just been pretty solid and consistent. So I'm kind of chasing that consistency this week. There's some definitely boom and bust plays you can have, but I I like Hunter Henry's potential in this one. And at $5,500, I mean, I'll take it all day of the every day of the week. My flex position, now this is where things get interesting. I... I'm taking Eli Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell is $5,800. If you saw the way he's played the last two games that he's actually played the game, you know, the first week and then last week, uh, this matchup against the Bears is a pretty good one. And uh, the, the Bears, you know, I've 
historically been known to stop the run, but this year hasn't been as inf- as effective. So I'm, I'm taking Eli Mitchell all day long at $1,500 with the volume that he's going to get. Uh, I wanted to take Herbert too, but obviously didn't have enough room and didn't want to chance both of them. I just like Eli Mitchell better. I feel like they have a more balanced offense and will be on the field more. And then, obviously, I'm sticking with that theme for defense. Uh, I'm choosing the San Francisco 49ers against the Chicago Bears. And that's just because the Bears turned over the ball a whole lot. And, uh, you know, in fantasy football, you want those turnovers. And and those are more chances for the defense to score touchdowns. So I'm definitely going with the Niners and being happy about that. And the $4,600, that's all I had left in my budget. There's definitely a lot of defenses I wanted to, to have. I mean, the Bengals, the Bills, um, yeah, there's there's just the Rams. There's a, a lot of good defenses because there's going to be so many blowouts this, this week. But um, I, I like the price point, and really that's all I had left. And, uh, yeah, 49ers will, will do it. So there you go. Put this lineup into your lineup. And uh, win that cash. Win that cash, baby. That does it for the Miz the Wiz Montalban Halloween Horror Show. Hope you get to enjoy your Halloween this Sunday, watching some football right before you're raiding your kid's bag full of all their favorite candy having said that you can find us on apple google spotify please like us review us we appreciate everyone listening and uh happy halloween cheers